Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you again, as always, for tuning in. Um, Today, we're going to talk about music in films. I just, I don't know why, but I just like, as you were announcing this, I'm like, dun, 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 the current hype music like yeah. it's just because like you know yeah you know it's from game Dumb. of thrones but like you just hear it and you just get hyped like it doesn't matter what setting it is oh yeah i mean if i could just like always be introduced to that music i would be cool with that. <laughs> maybe we need to change our like frenchy cafe sound right? to game of thrones <laughs> guard production i'll just carry a little boom box with me around everywhere i go and we'll just and as we just... get somewhere, bum, bum, ba, da, da, ba, you know, and introduce then, ourselves like, that way. Can we just like fly to Culver City on a dragon too? Might that would well, be nice. You know? Yeah, right? I, I'd and, be into I, it. You'd be into it. Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> but, <laughs> but on that note, on that note but I'm <laughs> yes, our topic today is music for film and like, how does one get the right song soundtrack mm-hmm. work with composers we're still figuring it out but what we've we're going to share with you today like kind of what we've done to get by without mm-hmm. having to need a whole film score at least for the shorts we've done yeah um i'm sure with the the bigger stuff we're gonna yeah. need to expand on that but well i mean there's so many elements to music in film so you know if you're looking at a traditional feature length film you've got to have your score underneath right like you've got to have music behind everything unless there's an intentional silence like it's got to evoke that emotion exactly so like out of that sound soundtrack or score um you're gonna probably have specific themes that are like oh i i remember hearing that tune earlier that must be like the quote-unquote theme yeah, of this that's film so or, true. you know or and like then, when someone's gonna die like right. i always like oh i hate it when they're like build you up too and they're like no just kidding yeah they're alive still. right and see that's yeah that's a great example like in horror movies when you like hear oh, yeah. that like you know I, I literally just got chills thinking of that like you know what's gonna happen you know what that means because it invokes yeah, that emotion like, no 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 I, it's, it's really empowering stuff guys you can't yeah. you can't skimp out on the music it's yeah. just like everything else it's what's gonna drive people to be emotionally more connected and invested mm-hmm. in in your your story yeah 
And like certain films are gonna also have like it's specific, yeah, if you will, yeah. <laughs> I like it. To that, <laughs> thank you, Tessa. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it today. <laughs> but certain films are also gonna have like maybe a specific song that's you know a classic song that everybody knows that is played um, at a certain point in it, or like a great TV show example of that is American Horror Story: The Hotel Season when they played the song Hotel California because oh. it not only had the vibe they were looking for, but but it's mm-hmm. a hotel in California. Like, it, right. you know, it just matched it kind of perfectly. And it was like at this big cinematic, you know, climactic moment or whatever. Um, but there's just so many different ways to use music in film, you know. Yeah. And I think for us, we've only done shorts. So it's been a little simpler. Like you said, we haven't had to do like a whole score. We haven't had to hire a composer and all of that, you know. But even just that has been a little bit of a struggle for us. <laughs> oh, yes. But there are, there are resources out there and um, some ways we found like to get through. There's like great websites out there like premiumbeat.com is one that mm-hmm. – I've used to, to find like actually really like not cheesy, pretty decent sounding stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, there's still some cheesiness every now and then you'll find on like these websites, but there there are races out there where you don't have to. You're like, crap, I don't have time to because composers, you know, I want to respect their work. I know like I can get this track for 50 bucks versus mm-hmm. they're going to be a couple hundred mm-hmm. to like produce the same kind of sound. So like it is achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on a really tight budget, yeah. um, it just depends like what you want and what you exactly. need, you know, like everybody wants to hire a composer to really give them the exact sound they want. But like, if you can't afford that, and especially if you're doing a short, you know, and you just have in mind the kind of sound you want, but yeah. you're open to stuff like, yeah, to choose the affordable option in that case or if you know musicians or composers personally that you can work with like that is awesome again it's all about who you know <laughs> always you know always always what not to do tessa tell what what should our listeners not do um do not skip around the legalities of it like That's don't right, use girl. a song illegally because i mean i can't put <sighs> um that Beyonce song. I just watched your documentary. It was like awesome on <laughs> yeah? Netflix. But... I haven't watched it yet. Oh yeah, I'm like, damn. I am like, I. Why am I not cut? <laughs> like she's just like gave. She was 218 pounds. I want to say when she gave birth to her twins, wow. and then just like got back into it to go for Coachella. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, I mean, it was, it was hard for her. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't know she could have the same body and stuff, mm-hmm. but that's wow. Just inspiring. She, and, and just, she is an artist as someone who looks at, she's not just a, a singer. She, yeah. she looks at the whole production. So actually, I mean, this wasn't my inspiration of the week. <laughs> we'll get to that later, but that is very inspiring for, yeah. for film production. Cause she made this film and, She's someone who looks at all the different elements. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of sound, I will throw this out too. She got one of her notes that I loved in the film was that they didn't capture all the like sounds of the stomps of the dancers okay. and haws and all that and the claps. Like they really like she's like, I need she wanted the the viewers to feel as if they were an audience member, mm-hmm. like there watching yeah. it. So I love that like we're talking about music, but we can even expand this mm-hmm. to the entire sound itself. Because when you're when you're thinking about sound production, it's not just the music, even mm-hmm. though we're leaning towards music today. <laughs> like as a sound production in the whole, like you need to think about, oh, if someone puts a cup down, right? Like 
it's you want to make sure it, yeah. it has that sound like you know or like if it's i mean if they're like banging it like you were no creator yeah bang even for you need to find someone that does foley for next season i think because that's such a thing that like i did not think about until uh doing my own film you know it's like you know i knew like foley artists were a thing and like they made sound effects but i didn't think about the things that weren't like sound effects but were literally just yeah setting down a cup walking and like all like these things all that. that you don't necessarily capture on set you know with the sound that are so important to it really makes you feel more like you're there if you can actually hear them and it doesn't feel like a film it feels like you're there you know exactly and to to jump it back like no you can't just throw a beyonce track in yeah. your <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll be honest, there are times when you can get away with it, but I wouldn't recommend it because people do do it. They do get away with it. But, you know, even if you're just making like a little video for online for YouTube, if you use a song that you don't have the rights to and they catch you, they're going to take it off. And it's, you know, They'll you... probably ban you too at this point. <laughs> like they've been very yeah cutthroat yeah. about it but it's like you so. spent all that working or all that time and all that work and all that money and then for nothing because you're not allowed to show that exactly so that's like one way to pretty much dump your your mm-hmm. project in the garbage so yeah don't cut corners on that <laughs> um so definitely like look into the copyrights um and you know you can do song covers too but there's also like a copyright for that yeah that's something i didn't realize until we started looking it up um was that you know you can't just cover a song yeah like (laughs) you still have to buy and it it's going to be a different price and all that kind of stuff you might even have to contact different people to get those rights but yeah you can't just play somebody's song because it's and not then, them singing like, it. certain brands like when we were looking into um chain the the, the one the chain Fleetwood song, mac Fleetwood mac mm-hmm. thank you like a group artist like them like you need mm. permission from every single band member yeah because so... they all own rights exactly mm-hmm. so it's like when you start looking at music and and you know keeping your budget in mind like you have to keep that in mind like Mm -hmm. do you have the budget to pay and ask permission from like every single Fleetwood Mac person and plus their producers plus the record company plus like all that so um sometimes it's helpful to find like underground artists who you can maybe reach out to and maybe like you can you can get them sold on your project and work out deals. You know, if yeah. you really pitch it yourself well, I know it's possible. It's definitely happened, especially I feel like it happens the most on TV, but I'm sure film too. Um, like the artists aren't really, they're kind of underground, not well known, whatever. And they get on this show and then all of a sudden they blow up. You yeah. Know, everybody hears that song and they're like, oh, that's the song from, you know, this show that I watch every Tuesday night or whatever, exactly. you know. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, and like even on your you know film projects if they like love the the vibe you're going with and mm-hmm. and they feel like that their song is going to bring some justice to it like yeah. they yeah i think it's it's totally doable so you know go through your spotify playlist and mm-hmm. see if there's any ones where you're like oh this is kind of like indie but it works and maybe i should reach out to them with yeah and like with 
and I say like have some shots or something ready because the more always you can deliver to sell yourself, the mm-hmm. better. So like anything to give them idea of what your project is, I think is the smartest way to go. Yeah, because it shows them like what you are expecting of them, but also like what right. they're getting into. Exactly. <laughs> you know? They're like because if they they're not liking the story or what you've produced, they're not going to want to. Uh, align themselves with mm-hmm. it so you, that's that's just you're trying to sell them on aligning them their their message their sound their, their song, brand their brand yeah. thank you with the project so again having having a clear vision to give to them so, so they know what they're getting themselves into the mm-hmm. better yeah i mean yeah and even if you we talked about this in um, our previous episode, like being able to kind of speak their language. You don't have to necessarily know music theory, but you know, if you can tell them, Hey, I want my film to sound dark and scary, like, you know, an example of another horror film that you're relating that sound to, as opposed to, I just want it to be dark and scary. Well, dark and scary can mean a lot of things, you know, but if you can give them a specific example, or if you can give them like, even if it's just a song, but this is how I want the soundtrack to sound, you know, just being right. able to, if you can't speak their language, to give them an example of what you want. So again, to make sure that you're all on the same page, because it's so important. Um, speaking of that, something just from a producer, director, mm-hmm. creative director um, point of view, something I just like do, even when I, when I get to start working on a project i actually create kind of like a spotify playlist for that project that's a great idea and that even helps me inspire right scenes Mm -hmm. and the journey and just the whole vibe like i can i can feel it that's how powerful it is and to like my creative process so i don't know if that would work for anyone else but like that's what helps me like even create the sound and the story like just like oh i i don't know it's just it's so impactful like the because even like the lyrics like this it's all got to tie in right Mm -hmm. with what you're what you're doing so can help inspire or even be featured on your film so that's something that's i found that's been like helpful yeah definitely because music is so like it invokes emotions whether you consider yourself an into music kind of person or not like i feel like you can't help it you feel emotions when you listen to music right which is again why it's so important for film but yeah even just for inspiration in the like creative writing process process. yeah and then if you do have that track kind of sound put together that's like good stuff to come to your you know the Mm -hmm. What the music to a composer, composer or whoever, yeah. thank you with and be like hey so these are kind of a couple songs that like i really could f- hear and, and mm-hmm. see in the like the sound at least mm-hmm. like in the feature and there you already have it like yeah. a, a more clear way because then they get it and they can go off of that mm-hmm. and create something around that yeah and it gives i mean it, even if you're not working with a composer it gives you a, something to go off of you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like okay well spotify like okay i'm gonna listen to this music and then maybe i'll go to my discover weekly and like it'll be based off of that and that'll you know <laughs> or i'll tell my friend about the song <laughs> and they'll introduce me to this new band that sounds yeah. like that you know whatever like oh, you, yeah. you know if you're just finding the music on your own you're not working with a composer or anything like that like yeah, yeah. it'll inspire more inspiration <laughs> oh totally um, speaking of inspiration, do you want to talk about your inspo of the week? Yeah. So my inspo of the week is just going to be uh, sharing kind of all the, 
I wanted to share the noir films I've been binge watching because awesome. that's kind of the the genre we've been focusing on is neo noir and film noir. And so, like, I guess from the the classics, um, I watched Devil Indemnity and The Big Sleep. Loved The Big Sleep. Um, I, I still have yet was... to watch that. I really need to. Oh, I'm excited. Tessa's character is going to have a <laughs> Lauren Bacall-esque vibe. So very inspired by that. And and then, yeah, Double Indemnity was also brilliant. Um, and then I, I kind of going more towards the, the neo-noir. I watched Chinatown and Mulholland Drive. And um, the way which were like completely like different but this like have like you know the same mm -hmm. crime and figuring or detective kind of elements elements yeah. um i think i looking back i, I really i i like really love the the film noir though because there's just like a language and a way that you don't really like you don't see that nowadays i think mm -hmm. i i like have this weird nostalgia with it that I really like and I do too like any old <laughs> classic I mean? films oh my god I wish acting was still like that because I would have so much I more fun with know. it like because it's like theater acting but for the camera, camera you know and I love it I miss it <laughs> I want more of it but that's what has well I I hope yeah I've I've started I have a first draft of our pilot script and I don't know if you catch like I because it's a if I were to do that for today, mm -hmm. like nowadays, right like that, it would be a little too theatrical. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you could catch, I still used some of the language, language and vibes. Vibe. Yeah. I, it, it's, or the setup. I would say mm -hmm. the language is still a little like leaning towards modern. It is still modern, mm -hmm. but it's almost like the setups I've, okay. I've like. Like kind of like where the punchline or like the slap mm -hmm. I would call like I like your character does a lot of slaps like mm -hmm. and not physically but yeah. with the the verbal you know l lines that land and mm -hmm. hit they they allow you know her and the others to kind of do the ping pong back and forth like power play right yeah um so I and I see that a lot with the the old and even in Chinatown too there was a lot of great they they. Yeah, they do that. They, I think it's like you. If you find that's, I guess, something that inspired me it was the structure of mm -hmm. that. So watching all those films, I got like that kind of sound because I, I love the, the way it was done and like how that affected the other characters. Yeah, it's it's too much to do maybe today, mm -hmm. like exact unless it's like strict period piece. Yeah, fine. But we're trying to do like a modern day mm -hmm. film noir calling it femme noir yes. with our strong female characters um so yeah and and also i just finished watching the bates motel love that show oh my god <laughs> it was so good oh my gosh like i i can't spoil it for y'all but if if you are yeah into kind of this genre definitely a good series to binge agreed i need to go back and watch psycho because that's what it's in case you don't know anything about mm -hmm. this genre or whatever it's based off of that um film and um oh the acting is just so good like everything yeah. is just so good about it so i think that way that pretty much sums it up <laughs> awesome well thanks again for tuning in and we will see you guys next time thanks for listening to fem regard podcast if you like what you hear tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea 
We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 